Asato ma sadgamaya Tamaso ma gamaya Mrityorma amritam gamaya Om And it means, uh, lead me from the untruth to truth. Lead me from darkness to light. Lead me from a consciousness of death to a consciousness of immortality. Hindus greet people in the same way we greet God. We press our palms together in what is called the Anjali Mudra, uniting the polarities of the body. And what it means is the divine in me meets the divine in you. We are of the same source. We share the same life essence. So with that knowledge and intention, the divine in me greets the divine in you. These words fly from me like sparks from a fire. Consciousness enkindled, I am a flame burning through distinction, form, name. I have no hands to hold on. Bliss is my eternal self. The body is but a pawn. That is from my soul. It was said by the famous mythologist Joseph Campbell that it is the job of artists and poets to render to us the transcendent through the world in which we live. It is common for us to enjoy a sense of wonder when we behold great beauty, great poetry, great art. Those encounters are said to be soul-stirring. There is something in those moments that shines through the forms of time that resonates with the deeper aspects of ourselves. But we would be foolish to think such soul-stirring creativity only comes through other people. It can also come through us. The soul seeks to express itself through language, the heart, and also through the movements of the physical body. It was after a particularly bad breakup with a girlfriend of mine around the age of 19 that my soul started to emerge through language. Of course, I was in a terrible state of grief, anger, depression, darkness, longing. So when the following rhyme emerged from me, it was like a gift. It woke me up. I rid my mind of false selves to seek replenishment from common scenery. Pain now replaced by tranquility, process and transformation will expose the sand of me. In due time, yes, gradually unfolding, unlike time, it is I who holds the key entering this world as one and will leave as one entity. No partner in intimacy can show I love for me. So now we split as I catch glimpses of the ultimate individual, which takes surrender in times I feel I must control. Drop 40 cents in the toll and I'm off to the next one, philosophy. Divisible by three or more properties, held together like epoxy, applied overwear, shock caused confusion. Goddess, please unlock me from illusions, and she did. Now I battle my own shadow as a kid.
What part of me could possibly write that at that time? How could that possibly come out of me in, that, in such a state of darkness? Whatever force it was, it broke through the darkness. Experientially, it was like a lightning flash from my soul. The origin of that rhyme is my soul. It is the vibration of my soul. The story of how I became a Hindu is really a story of spiritual unfoldment and the process of aligning the soul with my personality and intellect. The age of 19 is important to my narrative because it was a confluence of activities at that time that created the chemistry for my soul to emerge. For one, I was at the peak of my skateboarding powers. And I'll give you some of that flavor right now. This is 20 years ago, exactly, 1996. Okay, that was your calm teacher. <laughs> the whole idea behind skateboarding, like all sports, is that it is you, your mind, your physical talent, and your will to improve that drives the process onward. Skateboarding became my magnificent obsession, as C.T. Fletcher would say. For 10 straight years, skateboarding occupied my mind 24-7. I visualized tricks studied them in slow motion, practiced them until I had them wired, filmed video parts. I became, good at it. I became good at it over the years, earning a skate shop sponsorship, local fame, and interest from a professional skate company called Planet Earth. Looking back now, skateboarding was part of my inner quest for self-mastery. I was training the will and cultivating a mind-body connection. Around the same time, I was also into breakdancing. With that, I came into a new realm of experiential reality, the eternity of the moment. With dance, the mental, emotional, and physical aspects of ourselves are harmonized and the soul comes into prominence. After dancing, I would feel the eternity of the moment so, acu so acutely, it was like magic. In fact, I started to snap. I can't do the dance with you right now, but. <laughs> I would snap and pound my heel on the floor. And it was like, I was so much in the eternity of the moment. I would ask myself, where is the future? Where is the past? When you're in the eternity of the moment, you resonate at a higher vibration. It generates its own aesthetic. You can see this harmony. Breakdancing played a major role in shaping my identity. I started identifying more with my soul than my body. Because I was adopted, affirming a spiritual identity was easy and desirable because I didn't have a strong cultural or historical identity to latch onto. So at this point, a lot of serendipitous things started happening in my life. 
Knowing I was into dance, my mom gave me a book on hatha yoga. These are the postures people are familiar about, practiced in gyms and yoga studios across the United States and throughout the world. She thought I was just could use it to help me limber up as a dancer, so it was inconsequential to her. Uh, around the same time, though, a friend of mine gave me a copy of the Yoga Sutras. The Yoga Sutras turns out to be one of the most profound spiritual books on the planet. It's written 2,200 years ago. It's an estimate time. Detailing the path, what it does is it details the path of uncoupling individual awareness from the objects of its perception, studying it through the arts of concentration and meditation, and eventually withdrawing awareness itself back into its own essence, and that is called samadhi. It's the goal of yoga. That would be what is called enlightenment. We're all aware of certain things, like we're watching TV, or we have a pain in our foot and we can't get rid of it. We're consciously attached to that, thinking about it. It's aching, it's aching, it's aching. But we can then go and get involved in a TV show and forget about the pain in our foot. Our awareness just moved to the TV. So we, we could do that consciously through the practice of yoga, learn to move awareness consciously, and then start to focus on awareness ourselves. We are awareness. We can move with our willpower wherever we want within our own mind. So the practice of yoga is taking that knowledge and working with awareness itself. So I was intrigued by the goals of yoga because they dealt with the deeper states of consciousness and the intuitive mind. Naively, I hoped the practice of yoga would merely enhance my poetry writing. Regardless, though, I started to seek out several different books on yoga and yoga philosophy and came to realize that the emphasis was on consistent practice. So that's what I did. I began practicing daily meditation and hatha yoga sequences with the same fervor I was. I would practice uh, breakdance and skateboarding. So I learned that in routinely practicing hatha yoga and regulating the breath, one starts to regulate the energies of the body systematically. I came to experience peace systematically. Through becoming systematically peaceful, it started to influence the rest of my life. My choice of friends changed, my diet changed, my lifestyle changed. My heroes became the great yoga masters and the saints of Hinduism. And because we are what we repeatedly do, my identity started to, or continued to be transformed. I was a spiritual being with the physical body. I began to mentally affirm that. I am the soul. I'm the complete master of my body, mind, and emotions. Now, some really magical things started happening at this point. This is what I think is very interesting, even looking back. I was frequenting a metaphysical bookshop at the time in Crestwood, Illinois. And I saw for the first time the image of Nataraja. And this image, this statue, was hidden high up on uh, the bookshelves in this store. And I was intrigued because I was into breakdance, and here is an image of God as a dancer. So I went to go and reach up, and the point where I made contact was with uh, the statue's upper raised leg. And I came to understand later that the symbology of that is it's God's revealing grace, the power to reveal knowledge to us. The foot that's planted on the ground symbolizes God's concealing grace, the power to conceal knowledge before we're ready for it.
So on the same visit, I started looking through some of the books on Hinduism and found a book called Dancing with Shiva, Hinduism's Contemporary Catechism. When I opened it, it was like looking into a mirror. It put into perspective a lot of fragmented intellectual beliefs I'd been exposed to, such as the ideas of karma and reincarnation. And also my own recent spiritual experiences I had through dance and writing poetry. I bought the book, and later the same Nataraja statue I touched, that statue remains the central image of worship in my home shrine to this day. And although I can buy a much larger statue if I wanted much more elaborate, I don't because of the significance of that statue. The man who wrote that book, Dancing with Shiva, became my spiritual mentor. In the back of the book was an invitation to experience living and working as a Hindu monk. At that time, I had no interest in school, and I was really fascinated with my yoga practice. So I wrote him and told him about my spiritual aspirations. Within the next year, I converted officially to Hinduism through traditional temple ceremony and made my Hindu name given to me by my guru legal in 1999. That was almost 18 years ago. Panchula means Lord Shiva covered in sandalwood dust. I arrived at Kwai's Hindu monastery in 2000 and began a long period of traditional discipleship. While living and serving as a monk, I was taught Hindu philosophy and ethics, how to practice concentration and meditation, how to attend the Hindu temple, how to conduct home worship, how to chant in Sanskrit, my stay at the monastery lasted three months. After my return, I lived as a celibate spiritual aspirant for one decade, practicing daily without fail everything I learned during that time. With a lot of self-effort and consistency of approach, I obtained an abiding sense of peace and contentment. Of equal importance, I discovered what my dharma was in life, which was to be a teacher. These are the group of monks that I joined. The line that connects skateboarding, hip-hop, and hatha yoga to my becoming a Hindu is the mind-body connection. The whole time I was training the mind by using the body. It was all part of a quest for self-mastery, which grew deeper as time went on, culminating in the conscious, disciplined, systematic practices of yoga, which is embedded in the larger tradition of Hinduism. I'm a Hindu today, not only through the outer acts of initiation and immersion in Hindu culture, but out of the spiritual self-becoming. When I look back over the last half of my life, I see a wild braid of activity that created the conditions for my soul to unfold. It was Hinduism that most perfectly mirrored my experiences and beliefs, which include the laws of karma, dharma, reincarnation, the all-pervasiveness of God. As a Hindu, I believe, the paths are, I believe the truth is one, the paths to that truth are many. This is not the story of how you can become a Hindu or how you should become a Hindu, nor is it the story of how I became a saint or anything of that, anything of that sort. This is simply the story of how I found my own spiritual path. My message to all of you is that if you want to fulfill your deepest potential and manifest beauty, happiness, contentment, 
and learn of your own unique mission in this world. Learn to cultivate the soul. And if you ask me how to do that, of course I'm begging the question of how to do that, I'll give you the same advice my guru gave to me, which I think is very powerful. He said, learn to be more of a producer, more of a maker, more of a creator than a consumer. Then you'll be cultivating the soul. Thank you all for your attention today. Thank you.